Hi, I'm Brandon Spivey. Aaron Whitlow. And we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. In today's episode, we are reviewing DC's Wonder Woman 84. Also, also, also known as uh, WW84, but go ahead. That's true. Directed by Patty Jenkins. Um, you know, so uh, did you want to give the synopsis? You want me to go ahead and do that? We're going to go ahead and hit the trailer and then we'll do the synopsis. We're going we're gonna to hit the trailer. <laughs> This world is not yet ready for all that you will do. Your time will come, Diana. And everything will be different. Citizens of the world! I'm here to change your life. Anything you dream of, you can have it. Kill Becky Sargos. Diana, look at you. It's like not one day has passed. I don't want to be like anyone. I want to be an apex predator. You've always had everything. Well, people like me have had nothing. Well, now it's my turn. Get used to it. I've never been one for rules. The answer is always more. I forgot to tell you. What? Radar. Will they will they shoot at us? Barbara, what did you do? It's good enough. It's the whole trailer. All right, so Wonder Woman 84, um, starring Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Kristen Wiig. Is that how you say her name? I think Why? so. I don't know. And and uh, Mondo Mando himself, Pedro Pasco, and Robin Wright and other people were in this movie. Brandon, go ahead and hit them with them numbers. <laughs> those numbers. Those numbers. <laughs> All right. Uh, it got a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb. 60% liked it on Metacritic. 67% liked it on Google. We go into the Rotten Tomato score, and it's got a 59% on the tomato meter with an audience score at 74%. Those would be the numbers. <laughs> Those would be the numbers. All right. So this movie uh, was originally what supposed to come out uh, last year. Like, yeah. but in, like, was it uh, was it a summer release initially? 
I think so. Pandemic. I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it was summer. Then it switched to the. I want to say November, but then it got switched again. <laughs> it's like December, and it kept this December's uh, yeah. release date. It was like it was like a it was like a fight between uh, this and Black Widow as to who was going to get moved the most. And so you know, uh, Black Widow initially was moved like it was supposed to come out. I think November. I think it was November, but uh, but then it got pushed back and then it got pushed and then it got pushed and now I don't know I don't know where Black Widow is uh, in everything but this one just land on a date and you said it kept its release date and Christmas it yeah. came it was a present for some people it was a present for some people <laughs> yeah you know I this movie is it's difficult <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I gave it a good score, and it did make my top 20 films for 2020, but it's a difficult movie to enjoy at times. Like, for me, if it hadn't been for that last act, I, I probably would have hated the movie. I thought the last act was great. I just don't know where... I don't, I don't like the story aspect, because it's very Aladdin to me, with the wishes and all that, but... Well, I mean, you know me, that's full. But I thought the villain was pretty good for what the story was telling. Uh, You know, but I don't know. I just think it's a difficult movie. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Uh, But I I disagree in one aspect, though. So for for you, uh, it was the third act that kind of you liked. For me, I like the first and I like the first and maybe I like the first act for sure. The second act was okay. There's a third act that turned it into like, yeah, like by the third act, I, I lost my interest in it and I looked at it to see how much time was left. Um, it, it's, it's too long too. Uh, it's like, I would say at least 15 to 20 minutes too long. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I looked at the clock, see how much time was left as well. So, you know, it's like, come on get this over with. It didn't like, you know, when a Marvel movie's coming out and you see it's two and a half hours. It didn't, it didn't flow like a Marvel movie. I'm glad uh, you brought that up. I'm, and I'm not trying to compare, but I'm just saying it doesn't flow. Oh, like, Aaron's Aaron's gonna compare. He you go ahead compare. And compare. <laughs> so, all right. So DC has not really hit their stride. There's like for the last several films that came out. I can honestly only say I enjoyed three. Uh, the last few years, I'm not counting like Dark Knight stuff because that was great, right? But I'm talking about like I enjoyed Joker. I enjoyed the Harley Quinn movie. And uh, I enjoyed Shazam. Those are the three films. And with Shazam, I felt like they went, they, they said, let's not do what we've been doing. Let's try something different. And they made it more comedic and made more yeah. uh, just like it felt like a really great film. And then I, I guess Aquaman, people really like that movie. I didn't, I wasn't in that camp. I liked it, it was okay, but it wasn't like I like Shazam more. So, well, for me, I would say this movie makes me appreciate the first Wonder Woman movie a lot more. <laughs> um, I thought 
initially that that movie was overrated, but now seeing this movie, I, I gotta say, no, nah, it's it's pretty good when you compare the two. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, and again, I gave it a, a positive rating, and I do think it. I think I'm gonna go back on my positive rating just a little bit. <laughs> I don't think you know. Cause I, I now I think about it, I actually enjoyed New Mutants more than this, and that's hard to say. Shocker. I actually enjoyed. I I tell you the truth, I actually enjoyed Vin Diesel and Bloodshot more than this movie. So if I if we could go back, and if I would have really thought about it, Wonder Woman '84 probably would even made my list for anything. So well, you was limited in what you was able to see, so you had. To I was. Um, I was. I was limited. But uh, well, I guess we should start at the beginning uh, when she's a little girl, Princess Diana. <laughs> yeah, Princess Diana. Uh, so uh, she's so there is a before we before we start real quick. There's one thing that I don't like about Wonder Woman movie so far is this every so when we first introduced uh, Gal Gadot as uh, Wonder Woman, we're introduced to her in what. Uh, 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 the Dawn of Justice, uh, Batman v Superman. Yes. Um, we're introduced to her in that. So I'm like, cool. I like to see them progress their story. But then uh, when we first get her story, it is a prequel. So for me, I'm like, I know she survives because she's in this other movie. You know, I know that every, I know that she doesn't really lose his life because she survived. You know, but then I'm like, well, okay. Then we got, um, we got the actual Justice League movie and stuff. So we're like, we're back in the future. We're back in the present. I mean. That's good. Then for her next movie, let's go back to 84. Like she has yet to really have a standalone movie set in the current time. And I just don't like that. That's just a nitpick maybe, but it's just for me, it's hard for me to really get invested in your film. If your film is like a prequel and I know that there's something that comes out after that, you know. And also I think a problem is I think she's trying to be film wise too much like Captain America films, where the first one was a prequel, the second one was a political thriller, this one's a political thriller. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. That I've seen comparisons to Captain America, uh, and I think they need to go a different direction from here on out with our character. But that, that's just me thinking. I have some cats fighting over here, so... I had no idea there's cats, but okay, I see it. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So if we can start from the beginning, we're gonna start with uh, them back in. I have no idea what the name of the country, Amazonia. I have no idea, but uh, they're in the they're in the the women land, <laughs> the land with the other powerful women beings, and um and a young Diana wants to be a part of a tournament that you know. And she's the youngest one com competing in a tournament, and it's to get some type of recognition. Recognition, uh, you know. And she does okay until like she cheats to. Uh, yeah. She takes a shortcut in life instead of doing what other people is doing. And go ahead. Yeah, she takes a shortcut, and she thinks she's gonna win, and. Uh... Uh, what is her name? Uh, the yeah. Robert Robert Penn Wright, that one. Yeah, uh, and Antinope, Anton, and whatever. 
antitope or whatever it's called uh, stops her and, and gives her a life lesson how you cannot take shortcuts and win at life <laughs> which is a very good lesson but you know and she's so upset about it and you know and then it kind of cuts what to 1984 and you know i, I like that opening but it i don't feel it there it really did anything for the for, for the movie uh itself it like i would love more stuff back there like I, for a second i thought well, maybe more of that movie's gonna be back there but it it, did, it was not and uh, that's i guess that's okay but I, I don't know i just it didn't do anything for me for the final product to start there um especially when you already have the prequel you you know you, and they did a and also another thing that like a couple of things one I didn't, I think that this movie takes, I don't want to just bash Stranger Things. I like Stranger Things. So, but it takes the uh, Stranger Things approach to the 80s uh, in a sense of it's more commercial and glamorized the 80s, you know, saturated yeah. the 80s. But it's not really uh, a true depiction of everything that was in the 80s. It's just, they're just showing you like flashes of things that was relevant, like popular or whatever. But it wasn't really a real real depiction of what it was like in, in the eighties, you know? I didn't yeah. like that. And then also when they reveal Wonder Woman, it, they did this whole thing where they stopped they was avoiding showing her face uh, until like they showed her face. But I'm like, it, it, it's pointless because we know who it is. You know, yeah. we know who it is. Um but yeah, so there's a so we so we go from uh her as a child to eighty four and they're in the mall. Yeah, uh, and and in this mall, this this these uh, Miami Vice looking guys decide to uh, rob um, uh, what was it like a jewelry store? Uh, but yeah. then they had like they have rare artifacts in the back. Yeah, and yeah, they rob. Yeah, I actually like that whole scene of the mall and the fights. Uh, it just when it's when you get past that point, it's where I just kind of started to check out it's like because the overall story is about the artifact that you wish it it comes true uh but yeah i, I enjoyed the whole scene though the, the, the fights the, the as you said the miami vice look because it, it felt very 80s in that aspect of how they you know, were dressed and you know my i guess my issue though with her diana it, well there's a couple issues with her later on in the movie but uh, I don't know. It just—I I can't pinpoint what it was. It just too fancy. Too it was the, the fight scenes at that point in time were just like they came off too fancy, you know. Like they're not like they don't have the same stunt coordinators and stuff yeah. as like a, a MCU or anything like that. They have really their stunt co coordinators are. Like yeah, I agree. Like their fans, like the fights didn't really seem realistic. Really, yeah, it didn't really seem realistic. And then also they keep relying on her superhero jump, like multiple times in the movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that one. Yeah, and uh, uh, Ang Lee's Hulk at one point when she kept jumping, <laughs> and I'm not even gonna get to the point where she's flying. Oh, uh, look. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what this, I had a question. 
I asked my wife this. I said, I said, how long has Wonder Woman flew? Like, like, did I miss something? I don't. And then she said, well, she did it in the first movie. And I honestly don't remember her doing it in the first movie. But maybe she did. But I don't. But it felt like watching Superman, the old Christopher. Like I have, I've only seen the first original Superman, but it felt like watching him fly. Uh, later on in the movie, like it's, it was that it was that one shot that was just her flying, and I was like, it looks so much like Superman in the eighties. And I guess it was like a callback. I just don't understand why it was a callback. Mm-hmm. Uh, because to my knowledge, you know, like I'm not. You know, an expert on her comics, but I didn't know she could fly. She can glide. I know that. I didn't think she could actually fly. Yeah, and she wasn't. It wasn't just jumps. It was. She was flying. She's literally yeah. flying. Um, and then, like at one point, I, I thought, like in the mall scene, when she's flying, when she was jumping around, and like using her lasso to kind of pull it, almost yeah. like Spider Man's web, uh, to kind of make their way through. You know what I mean? It made yeah. sense. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a neat way to use the lasso to kind of give you the appearance of flying, you know? Yeah. But, but it's but at one point it was it was just like literally just flying. And I'm like, I said, when did she become a Kryptonian or what? It, I didn't know that she could fly. Like literally, and you, let, let us know in the comments if one of women if that's one of her powers. Maybe I'm just not aware if one woman can fly, but I just. If she can, I'm not aware of it. But you know, like I said, I've I've read maybe one or two of her comics, so uh, I'm not aware. And another thing, so then after the mall scene, we're introduced to uh, Kristen uh, Wig, her character Barbara. We're introduced to her, and she is like a um, um. She's not archaeologist, but she's like she works at a museum, like like a caretaker. She she's, she's curator. I'm a curator. I'm sorry. And she like takes in things and she studies uh, gems. She's a gemologist or something. If that's her yeah. term, I don't know. Right, we got a comment. Let me see if someone is letting us know if she could fly. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, somebody. Uh, Bill Dozer, my buddy, says Godot was average. <laughs> It's, I mean, she didn't really like add to a take take away to, from the film, um, but yeah. Um, well, one that what here's what I'll say about her. I wanted more Wonder Woman than Diana. I thought there was too much Diana in the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But he commented, and, I, and also uh, let me see, he he because he, he's a comic comic guy. All right, Silver Age Woman Woman in the comics could not fly. After the crisis on, on Infinite Earth, Woman Woman of Earth One could fly. Okay, so I guess they're making her Wonder Woman of Earth One. But yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I wanted more um, Wonder Woman versus more Diana. And also, uh, there's another point in this. Like, there's a scene where they were in the car. We're gonna get. We're jumping around, but real quick, there's a scene when they're in the car. And they roll up next to, um, you know, Mondo, Mando, the guy that play, the guy that plays Mando. What was the name in this movie? Um, the uh, the villainous Mac- Maxwell Lord. Maxwell Lord, yeah. So they pull up next to him, and uh, and she's literally Diana, 
then he sees her, and then like when they uh, get cut off or whatever, she changes her clothes real quick to Wonder Woman, and then comes up. It's like you are totally revealing your secret to everyone. <laughs> I just thought about that, and then she's like, and then there's a part where she's like, Shh, "It's just our secret. Don't tell nobody that you seen this. See me." I'm like, okay, you know, and nobody, and it's just so many things. I, I'm, we're gonna get to it one by one, but all right, after the mall. Uh, they go to the uh, museum and we see what a mess Barbara is. She's a mess, mess of a person, um, but she's a sweet, kind person. She, she just doesn't get looked at or seen. She's like invisible. And that's what I got from her character. Yeah. And, uh, and but the first one to see her is Diana slash Wonder Woman, and uh, she's nice to her, but she and won't. She reminded, see her. I was just gonna say she reminded me of Jim Carrey in Batman Forever. Her character, uh, but <laughs> but his portrayal of Max Lord was annoying as AF. Yep, yeah, and then like, yeah, it was he was a very one-dimensional character, uh, which we get to, like they they introduced him earlier. They showed him because they did a voiceover with him talking about his commercial, and then you know you see him pointing and looking at the screen. But yeah, he was a very one-dimensional character. There was like no, no real core to him. Uh, I agree with that. I agree with that assessment. What's your th what's your takes on him? Uh, overall, uh, I mean, I can understand that. Uh, but he looked at himself like a loser as well, and he just he wanted power. Uh, I mean, is he one-dimensional? Sure, I understood it, but. I also thought he was one of the better villains so far in the DC universe. Uh, it's extended, you know, whatever it's called anymore. <laughs> I think he's he's been one of the best. Uh, not the I best. Don't agree. I don't agree. I think he's been one of the best. Because there's think, been really bad villains so yeah. far. In the DC universe, I say still top is Black Mask. He's like, oh yeah, I think he's my favorite. villain. Uh, that's in my opinion, just in my opinion. And then uh, after that, I don't know. So are we doing the newer universe? Or are we including like the Christopher Reeve stuff? Because of course you no, got to put like, I'm, uh, I'm including the new stuff. Just the newer stuff? I, can't include, I, I can't include the new L Luther because I didn't like him. Um, I, Joker, he's an anti, he's an anti-hero. Uh, well, no, he's, he's, a, he's a bad guy. <laughs> I liked him. Um, I don't like the portrayal of uh, from um, the dude in uh, Suicide Squads. I didn't like his portrayal of him. But, I mean, I can't really think of really a lot of great villains that they had. All right, let's see. I love comments. All right, you go ahead and read that for me. I agree that in Wonder Woman 84, Barbara <clears throat> Minerva was kind of the Riddler in Batman Forever, but we did her best, did her best and turned chicken into chicken salad. <laughs> hey, that's what's up. She really, I mean, like, she was, yeah, honestly, she the best, she was the best, she was one of the best qualities of the movie, like, um, honestly, and she did pretty good as a villain. Uh, I didn't like, now, the, we're, we're going to get to the third act, but, um, so there's Jim, as you said, and um, the uh, uh, Maxwell, wants to invest in a museum just to get to this gym and go from there. Oh uh, yeah, he wanted to, uh, okay, what, 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 what did you say again? <laughs> you weren't even paying attention, you hear that jingling? 
Well, they're for over here fighting again. So. Hey, man, let them fight. That's, that's what they say in Godzilla. But uh, no. Uh, so I said that they get into the museum. Uh, uh, he, he gets there. He wants the gym. They have a party. And at this party, before this point, uh, there's been, I guess, two wishes made. One wish was from uh, Barbara. Uh, Bar well, actually, uh, um, Diane, uh, Diana was the first one to actually wish. And her wish was, you know, it's a silent wish, essentially that she wants to see her her boyfriend again, the guy from Chris again, the guy from the first one. Uh, Steve. Steve. Yeah, not Steve Rogers, not to be confused, um, who also dies heroically in the first movie. Just saying. All right, anyway. Uh, but that... that a lot of so, comparisons. There's a lot of comparisons. I thought about that. I'm like, and yeah, but anyway, so she wants to see him again. Yeah. And, and then uh, Barbara's wish was to become essentially Wonder Woman without knowing that she was Wonder Woman. She said, I want to be like Diana. And she yeah. becomes like, she gets all her abilities and stuff like that. And uh, and what, she, what Diana lost with her wish was she started to become more human. Yeah. Uh, what um, what uh, Barbara loses is her humanity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, good juxtaposition, I guess. But um, I don't know. I, I have comments about Diana's wish. This is it. Essentially, Steve <laughs> possessed the body of his one man, and yep. so. Even though in the movie, at some point, uh, pretty much we're seeing Steve. In reality, we're seeing this. Other, or there's this other guy that he's uh, possessing, and so really, if you think about it, Diana had stranger sex with some dude that she don't even know because it it was Steve, and, and in her eyes, she's seeing Steve, but in reality. Yeah. She just got it on with some dude. She didn't know he could have had an STD. Thank God she's Wonder Woman. Maybe she doesn't get it. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, uh, me. I'm sorry. It, it just jumped out to me. It's how my brain works. Like, I didn't think of it like that necessarily, but <laughs> I hated the whole thing. Um, I thought it was pointless to bring his character back. That's how you're bringing him back. Just so he's gonna leave again, which you know, I I didn't like how I didn't like the direction of the movie to begin with, but I hated the wish thing. I just, oh, I just, I just hated. It. But it makes sense in the end, you know, people losing humanity with their wishes, the world's in chaos, hence the world's in chaos in reality, <laughs> you know. But um, I don't know. I just. It was too Aladdin for me with all these wishes, you know. I just, uh, I and, just, then, and then people got, and then at one point, uh, people essentially got infinite wishes. Yeah. Because, uh, like, uh, like, all right. So Max Maxwell, when he's leaving his office one time, he asked this guy, "Hey, do you wish that I can this will work for me or something like, or something like that?" And the guy's yeah. like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, did I rent your wishes?" He said, "Yeah, Porsche." You know, but but. It didn't work. Like the guy's wish didn't work because he already granted it. But then at some point they just scrapped that and say, "Hey, anybody get infinite wishes?" Because if yeah. you think about it, Barbara already had her wish to become like Diana, 
But then she made another wish, and her wish was, you know. But I guess the way, I guess if you think about it, what he can do is, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Like, did he just take somebody else's whatever and then give it to her to give her the ability to have that wish? How does that work? Like, and there's plot holes in the, in the whole wisdom tree. <laughs> that, that it just is. I mean, it's just plot holes all around this movie. And I mean, I noticed it while I was watching it, but I was like, okay, I'm not liking what I'm seeing. Uh, but I was like, it's okay at points. It's like, it's not great by any imagination, but it's okay. Give me some action to go with this. Because, I don't know, it just, to me, it felt a lot like Aladdin, but a more serious tone, which, you know, is, is not good. But, I don't know, there's quite a lot with the wishing. Uh, but I understood, so here's the part I do understand fully, is um, Matt's, his, his, his motivations. He wants to control the world. Uh, they they didn't need Steve Trevor in this movie. There are so many more, so many other interesting characters in the Wonder Woman canon. They could have used or introduced. I agree. I Actually, agree with that. Yeah, and uh, it, it was pointless to have them. And then also there was another thing that just there's little things that bother me because it's just not like so that he they still a, a plane or a jet right, uh, yeah. but it, they was able to fly from Washington to Cairo. And then back on the jet, like without refueling, I guess, or, or or even just like in matter of seconds. I know it's movie logic, but still, it just bothered me because they spent most of the time. I'm thinking, oh, well, y'all need to hurry up and get where you need to be. But they were like, oh, let's see the fl- the fireworks. Let's go up in the sky. Oh, beautiful. I'm like, I, I like that. Scene. Huh? I, I like the scene, though, but I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> But I did enjoy the scene. I enjoyed Steve in the movie. It's just I hated how he was brought back. You know, and you know, I, I just I just hated the whole him the whole way he was brought back. I felt it did no justice for his character. Uh, I would have preferred him not to come back if that's what you're gonna do. And also, if you think about it, what it does is it uh, it hollows. It hollows his sacrifice in the first film, because he died essentially. He he died to save his love, and so that they can, you know, she can do what she needs to do, and it just hollows it. You know, you know, this is how I feel about it. Maybe I'm stammering, but I just felt like it just hollows it. Uh, But both of them get their wishes, and then the movie takes us aspect of what I was thinking was going to happen, which would have been cooler, I think, in my opinion, is whenever she wished to be like Diana, that in return, she's becoming more like her. So I was thinking, well, is this what's happening? Is For one moment, I said, I said, is, yeah, like, I'm like, that would be a really cool aspect. Of, that would have been a fun aspect to play with if they would have done that. Uh, but, you know, this movie... This movie lacked a lot of fun. <laughs> and I thought the last act was fun, but it did lack a lot of fun. It didn't. It didn't feel like a comic book movie at times. It. It just felt political. 
And not even good political. Like like the guy they got to play, I assume that guy was playing Ronald Reagan because that's who was yeah. president in 84. But he looked nothing like – they could have did such a better job. They just got some dude and said, hey, man, you want to be Ronald Reagan? Like they could at least get someone to look like Ronald Reagan. He he so he has a, such an iconic look. You got to get somebody that kind of looks like Ronald. Uh, and um and they failed to do that. Um, I, I'm trying. I was just thinking about the movie, um, the Butler, who they got to play Ronald in there. But um, uh, but yeah, they they just it's just they failed to to do that. Um, yeah, the movie for me, man. Uh, when they're figuring out that something is going on with them, when uh, Barbara's finding out that she's becoming more, she's stronger, and then guys start to look at her, you know, she didn't realize that it was from a wish. And uh, her realization that it was from a wish went, like, unnoticed. Like, she was like, okay, it's whatever. You know, yeah. it wasn't, yeah. I thought she had more of a, oh, what? So this is because of the wish, you know? And, um, and it wasn't that way. So her reaction was like, oh, well, yeah, it's a wish. I want to keep it. I'm not giving it up. Also, hey, did you notice the cameo of Jerry, Jerry Lawler? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I noticed it. <laughs> All right, oh. let's see. I like your comment, Bill. Thank you. Oh, you ain't going to read it? We can't have silence, oh. man. I was okay with them stealing the Invisible Jet for fan service. They should have given her the power of flight in Dawn of Justice. I agree. And then he also says, uh, introducing her flight power and jet within an hour of each other is just lazy writing. It is. It is lazy writing. Oh, man. And so we get to the scene where essentially they're trying to beat uh, catch Maxwell, he takes the stone and he wishes to, his wish is to become the stone. So he essentially yeah. has infinite wishes, but he can't, but he can't wish it for himself. He can only ask someone, he got, he, he can only influence someone else's wish to wish it for him. So he'll say yeah. something like, don't you wish the Mark Eye Movie podcast would be the most popular podcast on the planet? Don't you wish that for me? And they're like, yeah, I, I do wish that for you. You're like, your wish is granted. So in return, I'm going to take all your money. You know? Is that what you wish? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so um, they they just, it just, and then it got to becoming that, like, every time. It's like, nobody ever questions them. Nobody ever is like, no, nah, I don't wish for anything, man. <laughs> you know, nobody's like, uh, and then, you know, then his son's like, "Well, I wish for I wish for to be to have your excellence or have have your greatness or something like that." I thought that his son was gonna then become the wishing stone. You know, there's a scene, but then nothing really happens. And I'm like, "This is dumb." And then it's it's just dumb. It's plot holes, like you said, plot holes. The wishing thing is a plot hole. Yeah, like his son truly just wanted him to be there for him. That, that's it. He was always too busy because uh, he wanted to be cool or, you know, in control of everything. Uh, he just wanted him to be there, essentially. Yeah. Um, that, that, that is your moral of this story with the, the Matt Swell's character. All right. You know. Real quick, before I uh, put up this comment, real quick, 
this is now this is just my mind. This is how my mind works, because you know, it's me, man. <laughs> Nobody ever explained that. Like, so is his son adopted or <laughs> just how is how is this his son? Maybe it is, maybe there is uh maybe his mom was I don't know. I just had questions. I had so many questions. It's like in uh, it's like in uh, it's like in um, Jurassic Park two, Lost World. Is it Lost World Part two? Yeah. yeah. Um, nobody explained Ian Ian uh, Ian's daughter. Like it's never it never comes up. It just we just go with the punches. All right. But anyway, I'm <laughs> that was like maybe a stepdaughter. That's what I kind of thought. Oh. But because uh, she would have more of his DNA, I would think, than the mother's. Yeah. Because uh, I have a, a, a cousin that's biracial, and she had more of the DNA of the father than the mother. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's the case for everybody, but <laughs> I'm just saying. But I, just, I just wish that there was more, like, like they never really discussed that. Well, bitch, maybe it's like it doesn't need to be discussed, but just something that I – I kept was wondering, like, hey, hey, this this kid is. Pure I didn't Asian. even know he was like, he was even married before. Yeah, like, like, and, like but not only that, it, which the kid, the the kid's character in itself. Uh, let me say this: he he could grant wishes and use, and use car salesman tactics to get wishes out of people. A really disgusting use of Max Lewis' character and Pedro Pascal's talent. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, see, I'm not familiar with the comic book character, uh, but yeah, it's just it, it was like he's like Bill said. Bill Dozier said it's lazy writing. Um, but yeah, as far as like the his kid, the kid is like he's really didn't serve any real purpose. He was more of a just oh he has a kid, but he's not doing it for his kid. He's doing it for himself because yeah. kids be here with me, Dad. And uh, he's like, "Oh man, you're you're here, oh, Lord, you know, you know." But I don't know. I just felt yeah. like it was a. They didn't develop the kid. They didn't develop that. That was just la- like laziness. It's laziness. Not great. That's the word, laziness. Um, he was. I don't know. He he started off like he wanted to be a better father, but he just ended up just wanted to control the world. <laughs> Which I, I guess uh, I ain't gonna go into politics. I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. Uh, but I just I don't know. I, overall, I just didn't like the overall direction of the movie or the story. Uh, just you, when you watch the first Wonder Woman movie, you don't see it going here, mm-hmm. do you? Or is it no. just me? I didn't see it going to be a political thriller. Uh, I thought. I would- it was- I wouldn't even consider it a political thriller because it just doesn't. It's not. It's just not even. It's not. It's. It's not nothing. It's like. It's like. Like I guess they got. I guess it is under the guise of a political thriller because the guy is very Trump-like. I guess in the sense of. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go there. (laughs) I go ahead and throw it out there. That's what. That's what. That's what the. You know. I guess that's what they're trying to accomplish. But it's just. They fail in it, man. Uh, and nobody. And the thing about it is, this this happened in 1984 in this universe. They never mentioned this in no other DC film that has 
uh, chronologically taking place after this point. They never say, oh, you remember back in 84 when everybody got granted wishes, <laughs> you know, and the world went crazy? You know, it, you know, they never mention it. It's like, this is just that, what it's See, that, that, that's another problem. It's a plot hole because, uh, you know, this is why you shouldn't start a universe in the middle of things. <laughs> you should start at the very beginning. Honestly, you should. You shouldn't start somewhere in the middle. And like you know did. what? And they mention and and this is the same. This is pretty much the same thing that they kind of encounter in the Marvel MCU universe with Captain Marvel because they essentially make Captain Marvel take place before, like after uh, uh, after the Amer the first Avenger, uh, you know, the first Captain America movie, after. But before Iron Man, right? I think it's so. It's like right in that time frame. It's before it's Iron Man. Yeah, it's in the '90s. So this is placed right there, dab in the middle of uh, of that. But the only problem is the stuff that they 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 talk about in the movie. There's never ever even no other reference to it in anything else. You know, like they they never like none of it is ever like. And yeah. in the Tesseract, like, you know. Um, the way I look at it, though, is this universe is not connected anymore. It, it, talking about this DC universe? Yeah, the DC universe. It's not connected anymore. How can it be? Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's a big, colossal mess over there at DC. Yeah, uh, they, should, they should just really, honestly, honestly. Or three Batmans. Depending on who you believe, you don't know if Ben's in or out. <laughs> People saying Michael Keaton's gonna be the new Batman over there. I mean, I, you don't know. It's just a big mess. It, it, I wish him the best, though. <laughs> you know, I want, I want, I want DC to succeed because growing up, me watching the old Superman films, the old Christopher Reeves portraying Superman uh, movies, uh, it was my first. Encounter with a comic book hero uh, was was the, those films, uh, and so I really enjoyed. And this is way this is in the eighties, man. So I didn't think of anything about a shared universe or whatever. Nobody knew anything about that stuff, man. Just like Superman, and then like eventually uh, we got Batman in like the eighties, like Michael Keaton, and I'm like, oh man, this is really cool, you know. And then. From there, you know, after after Batman is just like, just not really doing, not really hitting the stride, hitting the mark, and they uh, really lose it. Like with Green Lantern, you know, they really like they lose their their footing, man, and just and and then the next good one, I guess, was Batman, uh, the uh, Chris Nolan stuff, right? Or am I missing something? Yeah, Green Lantern, I think, came after the Batman trilogy. That no, 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 no. I think I think Green Lantern predated the Batman trilogy. I don't think so. I think I, um, <laughs> I, I was thinking that because Ron Reynolds is, is in that, and Ron Reynolds, Ron, this it came out like two thousand and three. Maybe right, but I think I think the Batman trilogy came out like twenty. Uh, <laughs> 2014, 2015. I think this came out. I think they came out like 2003 or seven. Maybe I'm wrong. 
Dark Knight came out in 2008, I believe. Okay, so when did when did uh, Green Lantern come out? I know we're not even talking about that. Huh? 2011. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I guess yeah. because I don't like Green Lantern. I just thought that was terrible. It's trash. But, um, but anyway, they haven't really found their footing. And then this last several years, they started to gain some momentum. But it's people saying, let's not do what they've been doing. Let's do our own thing. Let's take and make, um, <laughs> let's go ahead and make a Joker movie, but make it like this. And this is what you got. Or let's yeah. take Shazam and let's make it more, I don't know, I'll say more like a Marvel type of, it had a more of a Marvel feel to it than it did. Yeah. A DC I think Shazam had a Marvel feel. I think uh, Aquaman had a Marvel feel. Uh, 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 Birds of Prey? Yeah, I thought that had more of a Marvel feel. It was more fun. Uh, but I tell you what, like I know people hate on Donald Justice, but I actually really like that movie. I, I like what they did with it. And whether you like it or not, you know, Justice League crapped on it moving forward. It just it just took a big dump on that. You know, I don't hate Justice League like some people do, but I can agree that it took a dump on what Snyder started. <laughs> Justice um, League, uh, all right, the Beowulf type, or whatever his name is, whatever, the, the CGI villain in that movie was trash. All right, it's like, what when you when you see Thanos, you feel like there's a real guy named Thanos that's kicking butt and taking names, and he feels like and a credit to Josh Brolin as well playing that character. But um, you feel like it's a real actualized person or yeah. individual a being, a being. But another thing though is that Marvel actually took the time to develop his presence in that universe before putting him on there on screen Facts. for a whole film. They took time to develop it. They took time to develop their own shared universe. I mean, they just didn't throw them all out there, you know, like DC did, which I knew it was a mistake. And I know we got off track on Wonder Woman, but that was a mistake. Every one of those characters should have their own solo movie before you do a team up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And um, and then so back to Wonder Woman, the third act. I didn't like Apex Predator. I, uh, uh, what is her name? Apex. I don't. I don't know DC characters like that. Apex. The cheetah character. It, it, it was supposed to be cheetah, but it, it really wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. But I apologize, and I know Bill Dozer is smacking my smacking. Would, would smack me if he is. Uh, but uh, um, but yeah, I I I'm not familiar with the character. I just didn't like the look of it. I I think that in the fight scene was in a dark area. It, it, yeah. it, somebody, somebody kept doing comparisons to like a uh, like essentially a uh, Power Rangers fight. Like they they would show like a character and another character fighting, you know. Um, uh, but anyway, it just wasn't. I don't know. I, I just didn't. And plus, she's grabbing electrical lines and flying. With, she would have been electrocuted. Don't do that. Just those are live wires. And then, like, because then she's electrocuted in the water. It's like she would have already been electrocuted. Logic. I'm sorry, but I know this is a Mar this is a uh, DC super superhero film. But I hated the third act. I hated the fight, and 
um, but then with um, Maxwell, he has a re redemption almost. He's like, oh, finally, I do care about my son. I thought what they was going to do was kill his son. And then he realized that he gained all this power, but in the midst of it, he lost his one his son, you know? Yeah. I thought, but no, he had a happy ending. He probably should be arrested for espionage and everything else. Uh, he and, would uh, be if it was realistic. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, he uh, he he had a got another comment. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, the only good thing in the last hour of the movie was the mid-credit scene. Yes, we're gonna get to it. So obviously, Wonder Woman. We're gonna skim over this part. Wonder Woman uh, drowns out, drowns doesn't drown, shocks out uh, Barbara. Barbara is then sitting on the sidelines. Everybody else is renouncing their wish, renouncing their wish. I never heard Barbara renounce her wish, but maybe she did. I don't know. But at the end of the movie, you know, she's walking uh, down the street. Then they have a mid-credit scene, and they cut to somebody walking. And lo and behold, freaking Linda Carter. I marked out. I marked out for Linda Carter uh, popping up in the movie. And I was like, yes. And that makes me excited to see Wonder Woman 3 if they don't take it place in the 80s, but if they move it to the present time and yeah, or something, please move it to the present time. Give her something set in today's time. That's all I'm saying. But I love Linda Carter. What's your thoughts on when she popped up? I mean, like I'm not familiar with the original TV series, but I know who she was. Uh, I thought it was a, it was a good uh, surprise for the original Wonder Woman fandom. Uh, you know, I, it was good that they got her. I think they probably should have gotten her in the original movie, but uh, I don't know. It, it was nice that they got her. Uh, but like I said, I'm not familiar with that original show, so it didn't hit me like it would hit some people, you know, some, some really diehard Wonder Woman fanatics. <laughs> but it, it was it was a nice moment, I will say that. Yeah. Um I uh I thought that it was was a nice moment and uh I just was really blown away. But not blown away, but just marked out, like I said, just seeing her pop up and it got me excited to see that, to see her, right? Yeah. Um but all right, we're gonna go ahead and shoot this dog. No, <laughs> there's no dog being shot. Can't say that. No, don't shoot animals. But uh we're gonna go ahead and <laughs> get to our marks <laughs> alright so I give this movie uh, I'm going to go ahead and go first Brandon if you don't mind that's fine 2.5 mark outs out of 5 uh, 2.5 mark outs out of 5 so I, I I didn't really enjoy this movie I enjoyed some aspects of it and there's some comedic parts of it uh, but for the most part this is a, this is, um, abys a abysmal second outing for this franchise, and I thought that it could have been stronger. And I love the idea of the market in the WW84. You know, I like that idea of it, but they didn't really 
lean into that as well as they could have. And so for that, 2.5 markouts out of five. Brandon? I, I'm going to give it a three uh, on the markout meter. Um, I, I just we, we disagree on the last act. I, I actually enjoyed that the most. <laughs> but um, I have a problem, though, with the flying, though. But just because she didn't seem to fly in Donald Justice, Justice League, or um, the, the original Wonder Woman movie. So, she, But I, I didn't mind the fight scene with her and Cheetah. It was really dark, and I think it was really dark because her CGI was underdeveloped. But, uh, I mean, I didn't mind the fight scene. And ultimately, with her and Matt's, I actually felt he found his humanity again. So it made me understand and appreciate what they were trying to tell. I like your logo, old, old head Mike. It's, what's up, bro? Horror's Emporium. All right. I didn't think it was as bad as everyone made it out to be. Reminded me of an old Superman movie. Maybe like 6 out of 10 is his of his rating. Uh, hey man, and that's what we do here, man. If people like it, we're cool with that. Um, you know, we enjoy that. We we don't bash folks for their uh, opinion at all because you know we're all f- uh, fans of movies, and that's what it's about. Bill, if you're still watching, you want to give me your your thoughts on it? You can do it uh, real quick. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think that it was underdeveloped. Um, I think that. Uh, the CGI was underdeveloped, uh, but I felt, but nonetheless, the character, the, uh, the, the personality, I love the idea of Barbara fighting her and fighting to the point of, because she doesn't want to lose her notoriety, her being seen, her being viewed, her being, you know, she's never had that in life. And now she's having that. And that's what she's hanging on to and clinging on. So she'll fight. Wonder Woman to the to the end and hurt anybody that tries to take it away from her. I like that aspect of it and her. Um, so that made her, I can understand where she's coming from, you know? Uh, but yeah, she, she's always felt weak. And so she doesn't yeah. want to feel that feeling of being weak ever again. And for that, I can understand her character. Um, but yeah, I was hoping Bill, uh, Bill Dozer had, uh, uh, had his rating. I thank you, old head Mike. Uh, Horrors Emporium. Check out his YouTube channel. Uh, All things horror, man. Uh, He does reviews of like VHS and stuff like that. It's really, really good channel. Uh, But uh, yeah, subscribe to his stuff. We help out each other here, man. Um, But uh, uh, next week, unless Bill pops up, then I'll give it to to you. But next week, I didn't watch it yet, but Brandon, we're going to be looking at Cobra Kai season three. You haven't not, I I just recently watched it. I finished it yesterday. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, don't spoil nothing. Don't spoil nothing I'm not for me. Anything, but oh my god! I heard, I heard, I heard people say it's not enough. They want more. You know, yeah. so I can, I can't wait to just uh, you know, try to try watch it. This show is going to end with people wanting more. That's just how it's going to be. You know, you can't. It won't end with them overstaying their welcome. It's going to end on the right note, and people will want more. Who knows? You may get it in 30 years. You may get it with the younger generation. 
another Cobra Kai. I don't know, but it's it's awesome. I, I loved it. I can't wait to talk to you about it. Uh, we didn't get anything from from uh, uh, Dozer, Bill Dozer, uh, but if he does, we'll try to uh, mention his his marks on it next week. Uh, but in the meantime, Aaron Whitlow, Brandon Spivey. We are the Markout Movie. Was that a cat butt? Before, it wasn't we, are, <laughs> we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. We thank you for marking out with us here. Come back next week as we um, sweep the leg with Cobra Kai Season 3. Until then, thank you for marking out with us.